Welcome to Super Action Bros, the podcast where we talk about movies, explosions, and car chases. And little green balls of death. <laughs> I'm Ryan. And I'm Ian. Welcome to Super Action Bros. Uh, this is the episode where we talk about the seminal Michael Bay classic. That the Rock. The Rock, yeah. But before we get into that, we want to let you guys know a few ways you can reach out to us uh, as a show. Uh, and there are a few ways you can do that. A way number one, we do have a website, a superactionbros.com. So on that website, all the things I'm going to tell you that you can do, you can do there. Uh, we also are part of the uh, Stuff and Things podcast network, so you can also find some of our uh, fellow brother podcast, I guess, or sister podcast, our fellow podcast siblings uh, <laughs> at uh, stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So you can check out some of our other shows there. Uh, we also uh, have a Twitter account. Uh, you can reach us at, at Super Action Bros on Twitter. You can also email us uh, with, the, with the ever classy superactionbros at gmail.com. Uh, we also do have a Facebook page. So you can look up Super Action Bros uh, and you'll find us pretty easy. I think it's facebook.com slash superactionbros. And we also have an account on a Letterboxd, uh, which is a kind of a movie review social networking type site uh it's spelled letterbox and no e just d.com so you can sign up for an account there check all all of our past reviews and all that biz mm-hmm. so get through the business and now it's time to talk about the rock so ryan why the rock i i feel like this is everybody's favorite michael bay movie and you know what having watched it after all these years I would still say out of all the Michael Bay movies I've seen, this is probably the one I enjoy the most still. This this, this is definitely the Michael Bay movie that I've seen the most amount of times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, it it's, it's, I feel like it's at least partially sort of like a, maybe like a blueprint for action movies okay. going forward. All right. Uh, that a lot of action movies, th- this was sort of the matrix of, of 1996 yeah. in a way. Yeah, that, I remember, that after I'm, this, everybody there a lot more of the things that happened in this movie started happening in every other action movie. That's true. That's very true. I mean, except for the Sean Connery part. Right. Uh, okay. So let's talk real quick about. Obviously, we know our director, Michael mm-hmm. Bay. Um, who else is in this movie? Uh, We've uh, got obviously the elephant in the room, Mr. Sean Connery, Sir right. Sir Sean, Sir Sean Connery. Connery. This is his first appearance on our show. Yeah, um, really? Wow. Yeah. Also, along with his his cohort, Nicolas Cage, mm. who uh, I was very surprised at Nicolas Cage's performance. We'll talk about <laughs> more, more when we get to the plot. I was very surprised at his performance. Um, and of course, the uh, actually, you know, honestly, I think the most believable person in this movie, mm-hmm. Ed Harris, yeah. I actually believed his character wholeheartedly. Yeah, I, I feel mean, it's like kind of a one note character, but I kind of like I, I felt like there was some depth there, even though it was he just had it was like just your typical I am a bad guy and this is what is going to happen. I don't know. I feel like I, it, I feel like they went really, really hard to sort of justify him. Okay, to justify sure. that character. Like they work really hard at that in this mm-hmm. movie. A couple other little names to, to throw out there: David Morse, who some of you may know. It's uh, these movies that we watch have a lot of oh that guy. I've seen that guy in a million things. Uh, David Morse, you may know from The Green Mile. Uh, um, the Rock is one of his big ones. Uh, he was in, uh, let's see, what else? Uh, most recently, it looks like World War Z, what mo- mo- what some people would know. He's a character actor. Contact, he has a big role in that movie. Contact. His name in this movie is Major Tom. Yep, of course it is. Uh, and also William Forsythe is in mm-hmm. here. William Forsythe, who uh, you folks may know from things like, uh, let's see, Raising Arizona. Also mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, uh, I guess he's on that show Justified now, Boardwalk Empire. He's been on a few things. Um, so other than that though, I mean, we got Michael uh, Bean, oh, John C. McGinley, yeah, John uh, C. Do- McGinley. Dr. Cox is yeah. in here again. Michael Bean from Terminator and aliens and the abyss. Basically uh, every, uh, what's that guy's name? The guy who made the Terminator. 
uh, Cameron. Yeah, James Cameron. Every James Cameron movie. Uh, Tony Todd, for you horror movie fans, uh, mm-hmm. so for you Eyes in the Dark fans coming up soon, uh, is uh, The Candyman, if people might know him. Uh, yeah, a lot of like, a lot of like, hey, it's that guy. Hey, it's that guy. Uh, oh, Claire Forlani, for all mm-hmm. you Kevin Smith fans. Yeah. <laughs> She's uh, in this movie for all of like four five. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that scene. I have some questions <laughs> about that scene. So, but without any further ado, though, um, Let's talk about, uh, before we jump into the, the plot itself and go into kind of a breakdown of all the action sequences, mm-hmm. let's talk about the overarching uh, theme of the movie. So let's talk about the uh, the MacGuffin of the movie. So Ryan, tell us, what is a MacGuffin for sure. those of us who don't know? Uh, a MacGuffin is a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's sort of an Alfred Hitchcock term. It means the thing that everybody is trying to get the, right. the, you know, the, the, in the Raiders of the Lost Ark, it's the Lost Ark. I think this one's fairly clear. Don't you? Yeah. I, I mean, this one is, is one of those action movies where it's actually stated and like, there's like very clear goals right. as to right. what needs to happen. Right. It's the, uh, it's the VX rockets. Yes. It's correct. The rockets with nerve gas in them. I would say even maybe on a more, maybe on a higher plane level, maybe it's, it's, it's justice too because okay. uh, I, I especially with ed harris's character yeah, for the most yeah, part, and maybe and even sean connery's character for the most part that's a good point that's that, uh that's actually really good <laughs> i mean they, they both want i mean especially ed harris because he worked with a we'll talk a little bit more about when we get in the plot but we'll just to give you a little background on his character he worked in a group of basically under underground marines from what i understand yeah he's like a he's like a black ops general and basically when they die their 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 families get no benefits nothing and so he just he goes off the deep end and uh they're this, disavowed yeah they're know. disavowed and that's it that's it so they don't get their uh they don't get their, their can we turn this movie into mission impossible fan fiction it's possible right it's doable uh-huh well doesn't the does the end of this did i remember that correctly does the end, of this, end scene of this movie involve like a military graveyard was that this was that this was there's that, no, definitely was, a military graveyard in yes in the beginning in this okay that's right that's right my gosh, my goodness, uh, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so okay, so let's. So that's that. What other? What I mean, the themes. Obviously, we just kind of mentioned like like justice. The yeah, theme justice of- and 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 uh, with Sean Connery's character, who's been sort of unfairly imprisoned for thirty years, finally mm-hmm. being able to escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think justice freedom. Is, is Freedom's one. also super important. Um, I especially to Sean Connery, the idea of like I want to be free and live my life, and I want to reconnect with mm. my new beginnings. Yeah, well, L- I think themes like I think that. there's also like a theme of fatherhood in this movie. Yeah, that's very true because because on a, on a couple of levels, like we have Ed Harris's character, he's the general, so in a way, he's sort of the father, the type. father type to not only yeah. his mercenary guys who he's mm-hmm. working with right now, but all the all the soldiers who've died in the past. And right, Sean Connery is you know worried about being a father to this daughter that he basically abandoned to be in prison, and then we and find. Then uh, yeah, we find out Nick Cage Nick is going to be a father, but but there's also sort of like this father son relationship between Nick Cage and, yeah, and Sean, Sean Connery. Connery yeah. I'm not going to use any of the characters' actual names in this no, movie. I, no. I I don't even remember Mason, Goodspeed, Mason and Goodspeed. Mason yeah. is the yeah, Mason is Sean Connery, and then is it John Goodspeed? Something. I don't and know then Ed Harris matters. was like General some something or other General Plot Point. Yeah, General <laughs> General <laughs> Francis. Hold on, I have his character oh, name. Goodness. General Francis. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up. Oh boy, it has right here, General Frank. <laughs> Fantastic. He's the general. They call him General Sir. General like, yeah, Sir. General yeah. Sir. You will address him as a General Sir. Yeah, Ed Harris. Yes, is Ed Harris. So okay. So where? How does this movie start off? Oh man. Um. How does this movie start off? Oh, it starts off with and I wrote it in my very few notes that I took. With all caps military. Yeah. I feel oh, like this yeah. was the first movie because because if you've seen a Michael Bay movie that's been made if you've seen any of the transformers movie mm-hmm. like there is so much like omg we love the military yeah in those movies that i feel like i feel like this was the 
the fire that that ignited that For Michael sure. Bay love of slow motion filtered military shots. <laughs> That's true, because it involves like him like putting like Ed Harris putting his medals away, and and then he goes to like to to like the uh, so mo- the so much of it is like slow motion and, and with color grading. Was his wife in the military? Is that what I'm to understand? No, I think she was just dead, and he couldn't do this terrible thing until but she did, was no did longer. Did he go living. to a military? Who's he talking to at the military cemetery? No, no, I think it was his wife. I think when once you were in the military, like your family gets to be buried in the military cemetery. Oh, also. okay. Because he goes to like a grave and goes, "This is something I needed to do for a long time, but I I tried to do it when you were alive, but I, but I couldn't. But and now then he I leaves have his to. like silver star. On yeah, her, uh, and then or his congressional medal. Of yes, honor. and then walks away. And then we cut to uh, we cut to him and some some solid snake you know yeah oh man that's, cell type that's so uh it's so that show it's Sn- so oh yeah it's it's so it's that movie so metal it's snake. so uh, metal, metal, metal snake <laughs> hey dad wow, sorry <laughs> metal gear solid it's that video game S- splinter cell wow. that sort of stuff yeah i'm sorry um sorry i didn't mean to go over your head okay what's yeah. so it's an old-timey snake oh, game um okay so yeah it's them and you see dr cox driving a car and then david morse is there and they're all running into this facility to get these this weapon to, or they're trying to steal something and then he turns out it's, it's this weapon it's this uh this chemical gas this, this, this chemical, terrible nerve gas yeah that basically makes you bubble up like yeah really, and then why they really they they, gross. they drop one of them and they have to seal the guy off inside yeah and, and he, he gets he all bubbly boils he looks like you know when you put the cheese in the oven on a pizza wow and, and just we like, just ate pizza that's making me feel fantastic right now thank <laughs> yeah, you you just you just ate some of that gas uh, was it good? and so so they steal this stuff um and then it cuts to nicholas cage with a rube goldberg machine <laughs> yeah so so nicholas <laughs> cage abruptly. in this movie is is set up to be like the anti nicholas cage he's right. he's he's like a hip nerd and yeah. that's kind of what I got because he's like he's just got in the mail this like vinyl Beatles record. He's like they sound better on vinyl, man. And 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 mono, yeah, they yeah, do. they sound better in mono. And it's it's just like it's weird. Like he's he's totally this cool nerd. He's totally he's like not like when you look. He's at, totally what I wanted to be when I was the age that I saw this movie for the first time. Right. And what's weird is like you you you're so used to seeing Nicholas, when I was thirteen when you're so used to Nicholas, seeing Nicholas Cage in these other roles where he's not that you're like I can't place you here. Like what are you doing here? This doesn't fit you. Who yeah, are it, you? it is sort of a weird. It's and it's funny because most of the time people make fun of Nicholas Cage because he's always sort of wacky Nicholas Cage. Yeah. But he actually like acts in this movie. Well. And it's and you know there's some lines at some points, but and anytime he threatens to shoot anybody, it's but great. it's it's like believable. Like you yeah, okay. believe him as sort of this this Bumbling nerd guy, yeah. who he, thinks he's kind of cool. Here's the thing: but if it I turns cl- out he's not. If I closed my eyes in every scene where I saw him, I would uh-huh. believe it. But the fact that I see him, I'm like, you're that. You're like you're like I'm more of a treasure protector. Like that's who you are now. You're like that action hero dude. You're wait, what's that line even from? It's from National Treasure, Ryan, which I'm sure we'll watch on this. Oh show. my gosh, he was in that. Yeah, he was the star of National Treasure, Ryan. Oh, I had kind of put that out of my mind. Do we need to go through all of? All? No. Can we talk about? Do we we'll, no. we'll get away from action movies? Do we want to talk about City of no. Angels, Ryan, where he's an angel and no. he falls in love no. with Meg Ryan? No. And Meg Ryan. Oh, I had put that movie out of my mind too. And then Meg Ryan does that. I think the only thing I could think of him in was The Croods. (laughs) What about Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance? Yep, I had blocked that one. Yeah, out I, didn't, I didn't see that one. But it wasn't I, made by the guys I've, who made Crank. I know. I've heard from a very fun, a reliable source uh, that it's uh, who also enjoys the video game Shenmue. That it was, 
And it was quite that's 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 for all you people yeah, who know a, us. He is a relatively reliable <laughs> source in that fact. It was a fun movie. Um anyway. So uh but yeah, back to the rock. So enough yeah. about Nicolas Cage. But yes, yeah, so so we cut to him um and he gets pulled downstairs in this, you know, FBI laboratory where like we found oh, yeah, this. Yeah, he's box. like a he's like a he's a and it turns out he has like several different master's degrees and PhDs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's super smart. He, he's like, I'm, I'm the one guy who loves my job. He loves chemicals and yeah. And stuff. That scene was put in there only to establish that he is that he is smart. Like, that he's that smart was and part. that he's cool under pressure. Yes, that was the, that was the, which which is funny because later on, he, I don't he know he how Nicholas cool Cage he is. it up. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> Nicholas Cage he be, kind of bungles things up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so they put him in this chamber and they open this thing, and uh, you know, and that's the thing is everything in this movie, every little like surprise or thing that probably in '96 maybe people go, oh, that's clever. And now you're just like, I know exactly what's going to happen. Like, like everything is telegraphed for like 30 oh, seconds before yeah. it happens. Like when they when they open this box, they're like, oh look, there's like adult magazines, and oh look, it's a baby doll. I'm like, there's a bomb in there, or there's something. Yeah, something's in there. inside that and they baby shake doll. The baby doll no no they're, they're moving it's it's arms, arms back and, and forth, forth. like look it's a baby and it's uh it's the guy from high fidelity yes the, look, the, it's the baby the, and then it starts spraying poison gas out of and then mouth. they start like like, like this, this whirlwind yeah they're in they're in like suits and they're yeah. in like a chamber oh, not like suits, like hazmat suits yeah, yeah, like, has, like suits, oh yeah i'm sorry suits. they're in like they're in like hazmat suits or like yeah. bunny suits or something yeah and so they and then there's this whirlwind chamber where they they start sucking the evil poison out but then there's a bomb inside there's enough but C4 then it's really stressful because they can't like because the 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 spray, the gas is like melting their suits, it's corroding through, and their then suit. something's wrong, so the sprinklers can't come on to wash off their suits. And mm. Nicolas Cage is trying to defuse this C four bomb, and, and they make and it. They, they, and they, this is a movie that introduces important little plot elements that right. are going to be important later. It does because they're like it does the whole Chekhov's gun thing very yep, well. Yep, and they're just like. You need to stab this in your heart. Like if something about the night I talked oh, about this when we watched it. Yeah. I was like, there's something about movies in the nineties after like Pulp Fiction where it's like stabbing people in the heart with giant needles is really off putting mm-hmm. the audience. Let's make it happen. Yeah. I remember seeing that scene in Pulp Fiction for the first time. I was like, Oh, like yeah, man, oh, man, that was rough. That scene in Pulp Fiction is woo. <laughs> so but yeah, they're like, I'm not you kidding, I'm gonna stab myself in the heart. Long story short. Nicholas Cage defuses the bomb. Everybody lives, and it's all happy. And uh, to explain Chekhov's gun, no, which, is a, no, which is a reference that I made. Yes, continue. Chekhov's gun is is based on uh, the Russian playwright Anton Chekhov mm-hmm. or Antonin Chekhov. N- not not from the Enterprise. No. Okay. No. No. <laughs> all right. Uh, who? Because those are phasers, right? Yeah. Those no, it's not even guns. They don't have. Yeah. They don't. They don't have projectile weapons yes. in space. They're, even, not are you on, me? they're not allowed. They're not allowed. That's crazy. They're not allowed on that Wessel. Yeah. Uh, so, so anyway, that this concept is if, for a playwright. If you are going to have a gun show up in Act One, it better go off by Act Three, right. or else your audience will be disappointed. Exactly. And so clearly, they mention this needle that you have to stab into your heart and inject something, or else you'll die of nerve gas. It's like in this. Hopefully, this will help you. Hopefully, yeah. Maybe, maybe it'll, save, it'll you. save you. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> So okay, so they they get free, and then and then uh, that's when Ed, you see Ed Harris and his and his buddies and the uh, the Metal Gear gang. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Splinter Cell and they're, gang, and they're going on a tourist adventure at, at Alcatraz, Alcatraz. Which, which is like all of a sudden like like when you write in the beginning of the movie The Rock, and you're like, okay, I, I don't see what this has to do with that mm-hmm. yet. So like it, it could have been called like let's that's, that's the thing it's like i don't that's my question why is this movie called the rock other than the fact it takes place on alcatraz mm-hmm. there's no other reason for it to be called the rock 
But but it, I mean, it takes place on Alcatraz. The majority of the movie takes place on Alcatraz. Right, but when it's sort of like the central key thing, you would breaking th- into the unbreakoutable prison, all that stuff. It's it's sort of focused around the fact that it's on Alcatraz. Right, but you would think that like in the beginning of the movie, here's what would happen. You like if I were writing this movie, here would be my screenplay. Okay, you have the whole Ed Harris cemetery yeah, yeah. scene. It's great. You have you have the whole i mean like here's what you do you have the whole Ed hair cemetery scene you have the whole them getting the gas scene mm-hmm. you have them going on to alcatraz and born it down then yeah. we see the rock and then we cut to the little silly nicholas cage part uh, and okay like, nicholas cage guess what we need your help so you don't call us the rock until you know we're on yeah alcatraz. It was like well that that gives you a little like oomph scene of like oh no stuff's happening I don't know. Maybe I mean you have to rearrange some dialogue and some exposition. Yeah. But you know that just to me has a little more impact. You just cut it together a little bit quicker, save about five minutes, move a little bit over a little faster. <laughs> Not that I didn't like the movie, but I'm just saying it's Michael Bay. It just like the last Michael Bay movie we watched. It suffers from that lull in the middle. Yeah. No, it is. And that's it, how you get rid of the lull. You just you just make the beginning bits a little just a little bit more cohesive. Yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, I think The Rock is a good name for it. Yeah, no, I don't think it's a I bad. Can't I can't think of a, a better. I can't name think of a better it. title. Would yeah. have been like you know some sort Rocket of Rocket like, Man. No. No. <laughs> no, that's the movie with Harlan Williams. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, so no, uh, I, I feel like I know. I feel like that's not a bad title. Uh, but I mean, because otherwise, it would have been like all the military men or some <laughs> like for honor and country. Or oh some, man, like, the, movie the like politics that. in this are really interesting in 2014, right? To me, because <laughs> like like in 1996, you know, the idea of like. You know, the, the a lot of the stuff that Ed Harris says, you know, the blood of, uh, or what is it about the, um, the something of freedom needs to be refreshed with the blood of patriots. Yeah, he's just like, like yeah, I keep saying like, you know, they called Thomas Jefferson and George Washington yeah, and John Adams and traitors. Like but, you know. They, but I feel like, I feel yeah. like, I feel like a lot of people who patriots. are like uh, in like those sort of crazy militia bunkers think that they're or like tea party like have watched this movie and they're like yeah ed harris is right on <laughs> and even it but and we'll get to that towards the end because i don't think even ed harris believes what yeah he's no no he's he's not so but, okay uh, so yeah. they so they take the they take the island they lock up some civilians inside of inside of uh the prison cells and they say basically listen we want like We're 10, holding you hostage. Ten million dollars. I think they want a hundred million. Hundred million dollars. That's right. They want like eighty-three million to go to one to each family of this military black group. ops guy who yeah. died in the military, didn't acknowledge it existed, and then the rest of the money is is for, for us. him to do as we please. For yeah. us to do as we please, which or means else to, to pay all these. And you have forty-eight hours. I right? said forty-eight hours yeah, until like they fire this deadly gas missiles at San Francisco. Yeah, and basically kill San Francisco. And to basically kill all of San Francisco, probably including themselves. So the FBI goes. Oh man, what are we gonna do? We don't got any way to. We can't just give money. We don't negotiate with terrorists. And they're at the rock. Nobody's ever broken out. How could we possibly break back in? Wait, there's one guy. No, he doesn't exist. (laughs) Doesn't he though? And so Uh, they they pull out uh, John. His name is 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 it John Mason or is it? uh, Sure. Well, his last name Sean is Mason. Connery. Sean, they pull out Sean Connery. Sean Mason. Sean Mason. No, it's not his well, name. Well, might as well be. Um, so they pull out Sean Connery. Who, who's got super long hair. And, and, and he's like, uh, they don't really reveal who he is right away, which is kind of neat. They kind of build yeah. it up a little bit. Um, and they pull Nicolas Cage by saying, hey, so these guys have this nerve. You're like super specialist in this field. By the way, uh, after we find out he has a girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah. Who, uh, who's I'll, your favorite character? Who's my favorite character? And I, I won't I won't use the terminology I used when I was watching the movie, but let me put it this way. It is a, this female character is offensive because she is just like 
every female stereotype. It's like she's pregnant with the baby and she's always on Nicolas Cage to be. It's like all this stuff that's like, this is not, this is, what is wrong with you? She's just complaining all the time. Complaining all the time. Doesn't believe he's like, listen, you, you you know, he gets to San Francisco and like, he thinks it's a training exercise. So he says, yeah, you can come along. No big deal. And it turns out it's not. And she's like, no, I'm not listening. I'm coming because I'm doing it. Yeah. It's like, oh man, like, why are you writing? Well, and she's in the movie for maybe another like two minutes and then to give him a kiss at the end. Yeah. So, I mean like her, her, her part in the movie is very Yeah, I was waiting for like Ed Harris to capture her, nah, which I knew was never going to happen. But nah, was, that would have been too. That would have been too much extra. So effort. okay, so they so they start so they pull they pull Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage to San Francisco, and um, they uh, they're interrogating Sean Connery and they're trying to get him to. They're basically saying like, "We'll pardon you and set you free if you help us break into Alcatraz." Well, they're saying that, but they don't have any intention. Yeah, actually yeah, because because the, the guy who who is sort of heading up this with the uh-huh. for the FBI is is like hates him. Yeah, and, and, and they have he like hates, a history and, and, hating and each other. They hate each other, vice versa. So they said in Nicolas Cage talk to him at one point, even though he has no experience like doing interrogation of any sort. And I actually like that scene because it was funny. Because Nicolas Cage was like or at least his character was was being basically honest with him. Mm. And he's like, You're not a field agent. He's all, No, I'm a scientist. <laughs> like, no, you're totally right. <laughs> and he's like, But you know what? And and the thing is Nicholas Cage has, has bought it too. He's like, Yeah, sign right. this and, and you know, after you help us, we'll set you free. He's like, I wanna and Sean Connery wants a suite at whatever hotel. He's like, Sure, yeah, that's that's totally a thing we can do. Yep. And it's uh it's silly. And then he's like, here, here's a quarter. Like, throws a quarter. No, nah, that's else. the other guy. Some other guy throws a quarter at him for like, oh, you can get a hotel with this. That's the toughest nails San Francisco right. FBI head and then, office. And then, like, you're like, okay, that quarter's going to play into something in a minute. It's, and, so, and, and, and it's not just like he throws the quarter. He throws the quarter, and then we get, like, 30 seconds of slow motion quarter spinning and landing on the <laughs> so floor. So it's like, it's like, just in case you had forgotten, this quarter is the size of the entire screen. <laughs> We're going to watch it for a good half a minute. Just in case you're you're not sure if this is gonna come up later. <laughs> so and then he convinces Nicholas Cage like take the handcuffs off, take take them off. I need to move my hands. And then he <laughs> are you gonna do that the whole time? Yeah, sure. That's why horrible. not? You want me to do my Nicholas Cage? Do you I, have a Nicholas Cage? No, I just keep oh, saying okay. I'm more of a treasure protector. That's all I got. Um, so he. Um, <laughs> I really had forgotten that he was in. I guess movies. I could quote some of the Wicker Man if you want me to go there. No. The bees they burn they sting. Have you ever seen that? Oh man, we gotta watch that. We gotta watch <laughs> no, the Wicker Man. It's not scary in any way. Yeah, um, okay, so uh, yeah, so he le- so he convinces him to get the get the handcuffs off. And he goes back in the other room behind like the two way mirror, be like, I don't know, we should do this for him. And then you see Sean Connery. Oh no, well, I'm sorry, it's a one way mirror. You're right. Yeah. So Sean Connery's there at the bottom, like you know, he's he's he takes the takes the the quarter and like stamps it with the chair, and it makes it all sharp, and he cuts a hole through the two way glass, and then hits it with his elbow, it, and then he goes like, "I knew you were here, FBI guy, who I don't like," and he's like, "Okay, okay." Like, <laughs> What, what it seems like it's supposed to be so cool, but it's he it's just, just sort of so scratches silly. the glass and, and then, then breaks smashes it. smashes it. Like, did he have to scratch it? No, he could have just probably just could have punched through it. I don't yeah. know how, how much structurally weaker that. Could have just it. thrown the chair through it. That would have been more exciting. <laughs> it's a table. steel chair. It would have been hilarious. Yeah, it would have been right through it. So they get him a room at this hotel, and he's singing. <laughs> Very, very badly. He's taking a shower, his first shower. He's singing, was he singing, Are You Going to San Francisco? Yeah, (laughs) but like really badly. And and while he does that, he orders room service for all the FBI guys to distract him. And then he like steals the, uh, the thing that you would use as a... Like a like to dry clothesline, yeah, clothesline, and, and he makes a little. He, he's washing his hair and then and washes oh, his body, yeah. 
And then he goes out and he's like, they're like, I need a haircut yeah. because my hair is super long. And so they get the most oh, that's stereotypical. The grunge joke too. The, oh, yeah. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's not a good look anymore. Well, it's kind of a grunge thing. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, it was 1996, just Instantly in case you had forgotten. date yeah. your movie. Um, so, okay. It's really one of the only really bad dating references in this movie. Is it, Ryan? Because no, what you were about to talk about is pretty bad in a uh, movie. Well, I mean. Shows the yeah, lack of tolerance. It shows for, that it was 1996. So, so, so Ryan, what happens then? So he goes and get the, and get get the most stereotypical hairdresser you could possibly imagine. And you could you can take that in exactly the way the most stereotypical male, male hairdresser, hairdresser yeah. you could possibly imagine. And it is it is offensively bad. Like yeah. everyone always gives those yeah. those two robots in, in Transformers two that are like really like, like in case you weren't sure that Michael Bay like is, is insensitive is to bad at, at <laughs> being nice to people. <laughs> he's, he's very insensitive to people who aren't who white are different, males. Yeah. <laughs> And so, but he pulls that clothesline though. But going back to that, you can tell like, okay, he's going to use this for something. Oh yeah. Oh, and I finally remember that character's name. So, so he he's like, well, let's shake on it to the FBI guy who yeah. he hates and who hates him. His name is Womack. Yeah. Because I remember him saying Womack like yeah. thirteen times. Oh, that's right. And he says he gets he gets he doesn't get scissor cut. I remember that oh, was yeah. Was they won't let him use scissors. Just make him kill you with scissors. Yeah, but not a razor. Not yeah, not not a, not, uh, not a buzzing razor. Yeah. He couldn't figure out a way to to like stab that in your eye and cut it open or but something. Anyway, he like shakes hands with the FBI guy and then wraps this cord around him and then throws him over the balcony. Right. So the guy's like hanging by his hand and the rest of the movie is armed. Apparently the entire entire weight can be held up by that cable. Yeah. So kids. Yeah, just in case you're curious. So kids, if you're in a And high. the thing is all the other <laughs> FBI agents are like busy eating all the room service. Right. So they don't and, and not really paying attention. And the Nicolas Cage like pulls the gun out and you're like and which is hilarious by the way, because at at some point slightly earlier in the movie he's like, I don't have a gun. And he's like, well, where's your gun? He's like, I left it in my sock drawer. And so they give him a gun. It just seems like a regular gun. But then later when Nicolas Cage pulls this gun on uh It's like a on Desert Connery, Eagle. It's, it's like, like a Desert huge. Eagle .50. It's this huge gun. It's like, that's not the gun that he had like, you know, 20 minutes Okay, and, and what do you say when you pull a gun, right? You go like, freeze! Oh, yeah. Or don't move! But this is what he goes. He goes, St- like, stop it! No, he says like, Oh, he says like freeze sucker or something ridiculous. He says something like, really goofy. But it's but it's funny because I feel it, it, like it's a true to his character. I feel like it's true to his character. Yeah. His character is sort of you know this guy who's never in the field. He's a lab rat, right? And so of course he would <laughs> act like he's in a cop movie. So okay, so he says that, and then they that Sean Connery runs away. By the way, kids, try that at home if you have a clothesline. Don't, and no. <laughs> Don't. I'm just kidding. Don't shouldn't do even that. Shouldn't be kids listening, really. Children. This is, this is a grown-up movie. It's There's a grown-up blood, movie. Blood, f words, all kinds of stuff. Go listen to the Incredibles one. There's a lot of f words. There's a lot of. There's a lot of cursing. A lot like, of, let's a lot make of, this PG. Let's make this R. A lot of fudges and um, and shoots and darns <laughs> and darns. Um, and so, but then we get our first. <laughs> gosh, we get our we get our chase scene. Yes, we are chase. So, scene. so, so we get a chase scene through the hotel, yep. through the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Stereotypical fat, angry chef. That's true. I forgot about him. And then. Sean Connery steals a Humvee. Right. And then and then the, the best car, if you want to like, you know, the best car, if you want to have a high speed chase, you tear they're through known San for their speed. Yeah. But wait a, a minute. Humvee. This isn't a. Well, hey, you know what, though? 1996 Humvees were not yet like a everybody has one. Right. You didn't. You couldn't well, go to a dealership and, to, and get a Humvee. And to be fair, like the Humvee that he was driving, like he his purpose was to lose them. So he just causes much. Once again, I'm running thing of yeah, uh, Michael Bay movies survey says as much property damage as possible. Oh, that was the top answer in this round, Ryan. Very good. You have control of the board. 
Okay. And so, <laughs> and so then Nicolas Cage thinking, oh, I also want to take a car and go in a high-speed FBI pursuit, steals a yellow Ferrari. Survey says, ding. That's so probably Michael Bay's personal car. car. Yes, probably Michael Bay's <laughs> personal car. Um, and so <laughs> I love the one part, though, in this chase scene. Um, we'll go, and we'll go through a little bit more. He drives through Chinatown, drives through all the different areas. Yeah. And he makes a, it's like a tour of San Francisco. Yeah, it's like literally like, hey, guess what like city just we're in, case, in? Just in case you weren't <laughs> sure it's San Francisco. So they, um, and then they, they knock a, they knock a, 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 street, a car. street car off oh, the rails gosh. And then there's a big old explosion stuff. My favorite part is when Sean Connery answers the car phone. He's all perplexed. Yeah. Like, why? There's ringing as he's driving. He's looking around like, what's going on? What could possibly be happening? What I now? love is that, like, what I love is that technology that is now like super old and outdated is like magical and new to him which is well because he's been in prison for 30 it's like the years, same yeah. thing that we saw in mission impossible or like this technology they're like oh look how high tech this yeah, is these glasses have a camera <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's like look a- at me search these usenet groups <laughs> <laughs> using america online and it was also made in 1996 right so um 1996 had a lot of future technology right it sure did um it also probably was the birth of that video i was telling you about um oh, so yeah. okay so uh okay so they go through the whole chase scene and nicholas cage steals dirt bike at one point and it turns out john uh, that, that that mason is wanting to meet up with his estranged i've only met her maybe once in her life daughter <laughs> i love the part where he steals the dirt bike because somebody calls him on a phone i don't remember why he answered oh and that was the, the, remember the 360 shot remember that's when they do the oh, 360 like yeah. the little like like the 360 like okay let me give you an example if you guys have seen superhero movies like in the Avengers where they do that shot where they're all standing in a circle looking around all awesome imagine that but Nicolas Cage has gotten into a car accident and Nicolas Cage's face is just sort of like a derp face yes <laughs> and so he steals somebody's motorcycle well and then he answers the phone on the motorcycle and, and somebody I don't even know who he's talking to but he's, he's talking like, to, to the high fidelity dude oh is he and he's uh-huh. like he's like I just stole a kid's motorbike I'm not feeling really good about myself right now it's just <laughs> <laughs> it was such an unnecessary detail. It's fantastic. So he meets up with uh, his daughter and Sean and her, Connery and her friend Sean, Sean Connery at the uh, uh, the palace of the what's that called? Yeah, the palace, palace of the fine arts. arts right? Fine arts, yeah. yeah. And he's in, in which apparently they they paid, probably paid her a lot of money to be in Clear this movie for, for three seconds. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, well, basically, I want to have a dinner with you. I want to get to know us together. Like, that's what his... Not in a creepy way, but just creepy, like, like a, I'm your, I'm your, your dad. Pa- yeah. I'm your papa, and I've, I've been a terrible father. And she's like, you're not my dad. You're just somebody who met my mom after a Led Zeppelin concert in 1972. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he would like Led Zeppelin. Um, so who, who doesn't like Led Zeppelin? And then Nicolas Cage shows up, and they're like, oh, we need you to come with us, sir. Like, there's enough of this now. Not like you were running from the law. Like, yeah. you're working with us lawfully. Basically, it helps him save faith. With Safe his face with the daughter, who we never see again. Yeah, uh, but which, that's great. You could have handled that differently, yeah. but you didn't. Thank you. And so they they take him back in, and they I'm sure we're missing some Ed Harris like plot development yeah, scenes really where, they're, this where they're putting so they're setting up some. Oh, weapons. Ed Harris is, is just reminding he's, he's the reminding FBI the FBI, and he's setting you up only weapons. Have Forty hours, yeah. yeah, and he's setting up weapons around like the prison and stuff, and so. They decide, okay, we're gonna go through these these tunnels under the prison. Uh, well, no, it's, the it's great because they're like, because at the FBI, they they're like, okay, Sean Connery, show us how to get through the prison. He's like, oh, I can't remember till I'm there. And yep. man, our, our accents are so bad. I apologize. That's okay. Uh, that's what he sounds like. To that's me. great. Uh, and and so <laughs> they're like, well, he's gonna go with you. And they're like, okay. And then and then uh, Nicholas Cage is like, oh, well, let me explain to you guys how to defuse the bombs. They're like, no, no, no you're coming with us. He's all, what? <laughs> and, and and that's and like the rest of the time until they get there, he's just sort of like freaking out. So yeah, they they go and they they uh, scuba dive into the bay with the little like underground or underwater. I'm sorry, underwater scuba, underwater motorcycles, scuba motorcycles yeah. and stuff with. 
with high quality screens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, them. super high quality video screens. On. Yes, and then they they kind of climb this little metal grating hole, and they climb through these tunnels, and then and it's funny because like they get really far mm-hmm. into Alcatraz, mm-hmm. like it's nothing. Yeah. And, and, and it's not until we get to like a certain point where they're like, now it's difficult. Yeah. Cause like before, like it, like they get like practically there where if they wanted to, they could just shoot down a door uh-huh. and, and, and they're like, well, that was a piece of cake, but how are we going to get through this door? Oh, this is the best part though. This is the part that I wish the whole movie was this. Okay. Which is where they go to that one like room and there's this like the end, like, like generator or yeah, boiler like a furnace, or yeah. furnace or something. And they're like, how did you? And it's like shooting fire out on the and ground like for no reason. Spinning. It looks like spinning. it looks like something from like a like a Mario game. Yeah, it looks like some sort of like death trap. It looks like a, it looks like a like a Mario yeah. castle where there's like flames and yeah. like stomp like swamps yeah. are yes. coming down. So and there's like turtles shooting fire. And then and then like, I remember it maybe differently than you. No, I remember that. And then they said so. Sean Connery's like, oh, I hope I remember how to get through this. And that's when I realized. I hope, I, they wish, ha- I hope the timing hasn't changed. I wish rather than what the end what the rest of the movie ended up being. Uh-huh. I wish it was just that like in order to get to Ed Harris to stop him they have to go through all these different like little crazy things that they built in under Alcatraz to try to like deter people from escaping so sort of like the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade right but like for like Goonies. an hour yeah <laughs> just, but for just like an traps hour. after traps like just caught, puzzles yeah and there's so like it's just like you're watching and then Legend Aaron of Harris Zelda knows he's there and yeah like that it's, and then Harris knows he's there and so like, like flood the tunnels and then like flood the tunnels they're running from water like that would be a cool that would have been, been a lot that would have been a lot like I would have felt a lot more drawn in and that would have had no lull I mean, they would have gotten That's Ed true. Harris, and maybe they killed some of the military buddies along the way. In but some it wouldn't spectacular have had the, the, all the firefights. Uh, it might have because they mm-hmm. send his, they, they they get out of the tunnels and they go here. I don't know. I'm, I didn't write this movie, right? I'm no just telling clue. you how I could have done it better. Okay, <laughs> with all your experience, yeah, with all my film experience. Um, so, um, but yeah, so they go through these tunnels and they come up in the the men's the shower uh, room. shower room, yeah, yeah. and they accidentally trigger these uh, these like motion detectors. And pretty much the entire, other than other than Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage, the everybody's entire, massacred. Everybody's massacred. And it's even the guy who's like, horrible. even the guy who's down there with him, and he's like, and they're like, "Don't go up there, you'll get killed." He's like, "I gotta see what happened." And, and then, then guess what happens? He gets to the destroyed. Yeah. Um, and so they steal his guns and they run through the tunnels, and the other guys are chasing after him for a little bit, and then they, they blow throw like a, a gasoline gr- grenade, grenade while they were fighting, while they're like sp- spatting like like oh, a, yeah. in a lover's quarrel. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's how they that's how the 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 bad guys locate them is that Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage are like, or rather Sean Connery's leaving and Nicolas Cage is like whining at him really loudly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So they get in this lover's quarrel and then <laughs> I'm just going to call it what it is. Cause whatever. And then, so they're fighting and what happens after that? Gosh, there's so much stuff that happens. Um, I'm trying to remember. Is that they don't get on the cart right then? That was later. The little like, oh, mine, the mine cart. cart ride. That one. Come on. That that was kind of sort of adventure. That, that was fun. that was totally out of place too. But no, it's that's it's that's later. I don't know. A bunch of stuff like that happens. There's a isn't mine that, cart uh, ride. That when they, oh no 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 no! Before they do the mine cart, they get away from that explosion and then yeah. they they go by find diving underwater because because water is magic. Fire. Yeah. yeah, water's magic. Um, and, and then that's when they go find the first missile though, right? Oh they disarm yeah, yeah. The first missile. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they had to get these little chips out of the missiles. So, like, they take one of them out or a couple of them out. One of them no, I think that's them. where they find like the bank of the missiles. Yes. Like, and not so they, the ones set up the fire, but just right, like the they, extra ones. They take up, like, I'll take out all the extra and ones. So and they, that's they just they, like get like a couple of hours in a room. Nobody notices. And right. They, and they take all the guidance chips out of all the missiles except for three. Yeah. And so that's, and that's when they throw them through the wall and they go on the Indiana Jones, my car, right? Yeah. 
Um, so, and then they, they go, oh gosh, like this is just, it's just insane. Some pretty spectacular action scenes. Yeah, no, there's a lot of good, like, okay. I mean, I'm sure we're going to butcher the rest of this movie, the end of this movie. Cause there's so much, there's a lot of, like, here's the thing. That is the lull. Them having their little fight in the tunnels is the lull. I mean, unless yeah, the there's, lulls, a, there's, there's a couple little, but the lull's kind of more spread out as opposed to this big lull. There's like a little, like little lull, little lull, little, like yeah. the part where they, they, cause there's a point where after the, where they, I forgot about that, where they capture Sean Connery. Yeah. I think that's the lull. But, but there's that little moment, I, I, but I kind of like that scene between him and Ed Harris where they talk about like, he's like, well, Patriots is like, well, Patriots is, what does he call Patriots? Patriots don't kill. Oh, Patriots are, oh man, I don't remember what he said. I don't remember. Something, something funny. Yeah. He said, he says some like wacky wool line, but we talk about, they, they kill Dr. Cox because they light him on fire, which was another thing oh, yeah. they set up earlier in the movie. Where they give him like, <laughs> here's some waterproof matches and some gasoline. And, and some kerosene. Some kerosene and enjoy. Yeah. And you'll use that at some point, I guess. Because <laughs> if we've learned anything from Sean Connery movies, he's used to being handed things from people that he will eventually use later <laughs> i.e. every james bond movie he's ever in because he's gonna need those exact weapons for this situation um and so they end up killing him ah, here it is they want this little swinging shoot thing which looks like it's for laundry or something but yeah well, what ends up happening next oh i, I found the quote what's the, what's the quote okay so so uh so ed harris says the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants thomas jefferson and then uh sean connery says patriotism is the virtue of the vicious says Oscar Wilde and then uh and then Harris hits him on the head with a gun he's like oh you proved my point <laughs> uh, it's like the educator because he's like a former MI6 agent stuff and we get a I, lot I think of- the implication is that he's sort of used to be James Bond yeah like not in so many words but, but just sort of he was a secret agent and wink wink you know well, and, they, Sean and, Connery. And, and I think it's because he had microfilm of, of of all kinds of things all kinds of things which we learn at the end which was just kind of a silly little moment and yeah. he like doesn't give it up to the government so they just take him as a prisoner like, yeah. yep. and, and then his country just avows knowledge of him and everything and yeah if this like, movie yep. was shot you know in the last couple of years he would have been in Guantanamo instead yeah, of you right know, somewhere else. exactly instead of like in the Pentagon far underground like, yeah. or whatever next to Magneto next to yeah, next to Magneto um so okay so they they reveal that kind of part of his backstory and they uh and then nicholas cage just engages one more missile and they catch him right yeah yeah and then what happens oh yeah no no don't you remember i take pleasure in gutting you boy yes yes that's right that's and right. then nicholas cage ends up laying on the floor of a uh of a, a jail cell uh-huh. just saying that phrase over and over yeah and then and then that's when sean connery creates a little like rope yeah and figures and, out how to and, and pulls the pulls the uh, let the let the door open and button. that's why nicholas cage i think at, at, it's at that point where nicholas cage reverts from i'm this character to i'm nicholas cage and mm. when i get angry i shout mm-hmm because he does the Nicolas Cage thing right. where he's like, you know, didn't you escape out of Alcatraz? Wouldn't that be useful right now? And he does the like Nicolas Cage shout <laughs> yeah, that I can't Nicolas do. Yeah, Nicolas Cage shouting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that's when he shows a little bit of crazy Cage that we're all yeah, used yeah. to now. I'm like, that's Well, and Nicolas I think Cage. I think at that point it like keeps going and it gets crazier and crazier. And I think at that point too, they're like, and that's after, after that, that's when like, like Sean Connery's like, I'm off this rock. I'm no, I don't want to die. And here. that's, I think this part is the lull. Yeah, I okay. think this part is the law. Okay, all so right. they get captured, and then you know they they sort of escape the jail cell. But even then, it's just sort of them arguing about: Are we going to help these people? Uh-huh. You know, is it all for ourselves? We're talking, and we're just sort of walking around these disused parts of Alcatraz. That yeah. there's no guys with guns. Walking Can I tell around you? It's my favorite bit, though. You know, the one part of it that makes me smile. It's I very good I character building. I didn't tell you this is one of my favorite bits sure. that made me smile. Watching Sean Connery jog is amazing. <laughs> 
he has like the best jogging stride. <laughs> I like to imagine he was just running laps around the island. Like I need to get my, you know, well, my heart rate up. According to the <sighs> trivia of this movie, he he didn't want to have to take a boat every day, so he forced the producers of the film to build him a cabin on the island. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> Still laughing. What a, what a jerk. <laughs> that sounds like Sean Connery. I was in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Well, he hadn't been at this point. No, I know, but he's going to be. I'm oh, going to turn down The Matrix and Lord of the Rings. Okay, like, can we talk for a second about, about Sean Connery's Go movie for choices? It. I think Sean Connery is second only to like Harrison Ford. Yeah, we talked about like, this today. We mentioned being this. Like beloved, like, has been in some beloved films and been some incredible characters and then has made so much garbage afterwards. <laughs> That's very true. And like, and like just can't redeem himself. And every time he picks a movie, you're like, really? <laughs> That's what you went for? Really? <laughs> Out of all the choices you could have made. And Harrison Ford, the same thing. Yep, I know. Oh, man. I know, buddy. Guys. And, I'm and, sure we'll watch some of these movies eventually. <sighs> uh, okay. Let's cue up Highlander. <laughs> Actually, Highlander's pretty Indiana good. Indiana Jones 4. Uh, Indiana Jones 3 is a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That, that, that's that's, where, that, that's where the two of them cross paths. Yeah. Like, the two, like, they're like, I feel like both these people have, like, really good movies, like, three or four of them in their career, and then a bunch of bad stuff. And just, just unbelievable amounts of terrible animated features. <laughs> that's true. Okay, so they so they go their separate ways, but then Sean Connery's like, I'm not going to leave you. Like, I, I, I like you. Well, he leaves and then, like, comes back at the last second to rescue him, like, three or four times. Because he's like, listen, I'm dead anyway. <laughs> yeah. But he, like, he, he keeps, like, changing his mind and deciding to stick with him. And there's mm-hmm. there are some, some excellent hand-to-hand combat scenes where yeah. Sean Connery ends up, like, shooting some dude's feet, which right. is pretty good. Right. And, uh, and, and, and Nicolas Cage just sort of cowers in the corner. Right. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. And then they have this whole bit where they actually fire one of the missiles, but they but Ed Harris. This is where we get a little bit of yeah, Ed yeah. Harris's character. He doesn't really. He's bluffing. It's like it's like going to the stadium in Oakland. It's going towards then, no. Is it Oakland or is it going? It looked like it was going towards. Was no, they it, was said it, it Raiders. Was, it was headed towards Oakland. The Oakland Raiders that they, they oh, play. It looked Oakland. like Candlestick it's, Park, which is where the San Francisco. Nah, it was 49ers football. Play. It was I football. Well, that's the 49ers, San Francisco. I don't know anything Park. about Sparts. I don't Sparts. <laughs> Sports ball, right? Yeah, whatever that Sparts ball. Sparts. S P A R T S. For sure. I don't know anything about Sparts. <laughs> oh god. Oh, All right. Oh man. Um So so Ed Harris steers the 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 missile filled with uh filled with nerve gas out into the ocean right. rather than over a popular Like it was area. a bluff just to let them know that we're not afraid to shoot it. But and, then, then, and then the other mercenaries who are with him are like, either they think that oh, two, we're... Oh, the two guys that haven't worked with him before, by yeah, the yeah. way. Yeah, uh, that's true. That they, they do set that up well. Yeah. Say that either either they think we're stupid or they think we're bluffing now. Yeah. And and Ed Harris is basically like, you can see in his face, he's like, well, we're, we're bluffing. Like, I'm not actually going to kill a million and people. That's when, and is it then or is it later? It's, that's then. It's a little bit later. That's the beginning of the... The Mexican the, standoff? Yeah. Which, that, where everyone it's literally everybody pointing guns at each other like, like yeah and and that's that's after sort of the deadline that the that they gave the United States has expired and they're not gonna get their hundred million dollars and so these guys are like well they're calling our bluff and, and yeah. so I feel like Nicholas Cage and Sean Connery are somehow in that Mexican standoff as well aren't well they're they? like hang, they're like they're like sneaking up on them like they're they're fighting let's get in there yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm man. good at sneaking, and when people fight, and, that's and I, I've, I've heard that I've heard that Quentin Tarantino did uncredited rewrites on this. So of course, so of course, it would make sense because there's a lot of dialogue that would that would that would appear to be very Tarantino-esque. And I and I also read that um that uh what's his name, Mr. Fast Talker, Walk and Talk, 
What's his uh, name? Social Network. Uh, oh, uh, West Wing. Da- uh, David, uh, David Sorkin? Yeah, Sorkin. Yes. I heard that he also did uh, that would also That, that, that would also. This is all rumors. They're not actually credited in IMDb. Yeah, but but I can see where that people would say that. So, okay. So, Ed Harris gets gets shot, and he's like, where's the last missiles? And he's like, it's over here. Yeah, it's and, in the light, lower lighthouse. Yeah, lower lighthouse. So, they get like so they get all the missiles destroyed except for these these, these one. Well, and, and they're not destroying the missiles. They're just getting rid of the guidance chips. So yeah, the they're getting rid of Because the, they can't crash. destroy them because the little, the, the gas, the little Ball, little green balls of gas are in there, or the, of, of of whatever will will yeah. destroy, be destroyed. So they, so Nicholas Cage goes to set this one off, and then crazy, cra- crazy Ivan, crazy Ivan goes out. Some random guy. That's what his name is. He's one, one, one of the he's one of the one of the mercenaries. One of the rando who's, mercenary guys. who's like aggro. But the the best. So they get in this whole fight scene, and they're like throwing each other through windows and falling off of stuff. And but he's got this glass ball of nerve gas and in his it never breaks. Never disturbed. Never breaks until he picks until. up and shoves it in the dude's mouth, which is pretty hardcore. Yeah. It and is. then and then if you're waiting for that 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 quote gun to go off, this is when it does because Nicolas Cage pulls out one of those needles. And, and stabbed himself in the heart, stomach, and then by all the, all this time, by the way, the government's like, we're gonna blow up. Oh yeah, the, glo- the government has thermite plasma that they're gonna use to level the island. Yep, to get it because it's hot enough to uh, destroy the VX Ex- gas. Exactly, and so, but but Nicholas Cage just in the nick of time. He, he's no he's, pun intended there. Well, no, because because isn't he? Yeah, because no, he has those green, green flares, flares, which yeah. they tell him once the mission's done, light green flares, and then we'll know you're then we'll know it's, it's clear. And he does that right. Remember, as the jets right as the jets, up. like, oh, oops, I sort of already dropped like a bomb. Sorry, no big they, deal. They blew just a little part. Just of one, that. no big deal. And then the hostages were hurt. All the hostages were fine. But Nicholas Cage oh, gets locked. That point, where, just where, blasted where, into the water. I forgot about that point earlier where they were going to shoot a hostage. Oh <laughs> That's yeah. That's why they lure out the guys. Yeah. They're like, we're going to kill a hostage. So anyway, but long story short. Nicholas Cage and Sean, Con- Sean Connery is like, you're going to let me go. Well, Sean like, Connery uh, saves him. Yes. Because mm-hmm. he's like drowning. Uh-huh. And because he gets he gets blown into the, into water, the water from the explosion. From the backlash, and yeah, because the explosion. he just stabbed himself in the heart, he's sort of not in super good shape. Right. Uh, and and so, so Sean Connery pulls him out and saves his life. Mm-hmm. And then he basically lets Sean Connery go. Mm-hmm. And then says, like, oh, yeah, no, he... Got vaporized. I don't know what happened. Yeah, va- vaporized. Yeah, your body can do that. Can yeah, you? it can get vaporized. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and it's funny because because that's that's the part at the very end where Nicolas Cage is talking to the San Francisco FBI guy with the slick back mm-hmm. hair mm-hmm. and to Womack, the like you know bad guy FBI guy, mm-hmm. and and so I feel like when Nicolas Cage because Nicolas Cage first tells the San Francisco FBI guy like oh he got vaporized and the guy's like I get it he's gone. Yeah, and then but then that guy tells Womack, "Oh yeah, he got vaporized." And Womack, because Womack's like, "I want to see his body." He's like, "Oh, the body can do that? Can vaporize?" And I want to see his body. I want to spit on it. Yeah, (laughs) it's basically (laughs) Basically. what he's saying. But but the FBI guy's like, "Oh yeah, no, yeah, totally. Bodies can vaporize. Yeah, that's totally a thing that happens." Yeah, and 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 I I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was sort of cute because that they were the only three who had witnessed. Or they were the only two who had witnessed him tearing up the contract, mm-hmm. the the federal pardon contract. Right. So I thought that was sort of, I don't know. I mean, like in a movie with with very broad sweeping action and 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 characters painted in really broad strokes, it was like a nice little moment. Mm-hmm. I thought, I don't know. No, I don't disagree. I've seen and then, this movie a lot of times. Yeah, and then so they the, Sean Connery tells them the secret location where this microfilm is in this oh, yeah. church in Kansas, and they He's find like, well, it. Where are you going to go to your honeymoon? He's like, we're going to go to Maui. He's like, oh, may I suggest Kansas? In this church, this yeah. specific church, he, gives, he just happens to have a piece of paper where it's all written. And out. then, and then the movie ends with Nicolas Cage looking through. Like, yeah, Nicolas Cage like film. has has stolen the leg of a pew of a church, and you see this this priest like Angry running priest. after him. Vandal, 
Beatles? And then he's he's like his wife's like, come on, baby, let's go in the, in their in their like ancient Volvo. Yes. And then he's looking through the microphone. So he has like, a tan Volvo. Yeah, yeah. He's like, and he's like, honey, you want to know who killed JFK? And that's how the movie ends. I feel like if they made this movie now, that would have been the stinger. That would have yeah. been after the credits, <laughs> or like in the middle of the credits, or something like that. Yeah. So okay, so that is the Rock. That is all of it. So Ryan, final thoughts on the Rock and in your in your rating, sir. It's funny because. Uh, like honestly, I can't look at this movie objectively. I've seen this movie so many times, right? And I feel like a lot of what I expect out of action movies is based on like my experiences watching this movie. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that there was a point before I like learned what good movies were, when <laughs> you know, kind of, kind of before I really got into like the Matrix and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Where not to say that the Matrix is good movies, but anyway, putting that aside, um, where like this where you started was, watching like art film, right? Like, film like this art. was the standard against which I measured how much I liked another movie. <laughs> was like, it well, better than the was Rock? it better than the Rock? Because the Rock had like every element that I wanted in a movie. It had a car chase, had explosions, had sneaking around, it had Sean Connery. Like I mean, and and I was a kid whose my favorite movie was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Right. Um, so I don't know. I it's. It's surprisingly slow in yeah. 2014. Yep. Like in 1996, this movie was mile a minute action just constantly happening. And now she's like, oh, ho-hum, they're walking through the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And the action, like the, the fight scenes are coherent. You know, uh-huh. there's not shaky cam. There's not cam spinning around. It's just sort of like this guy hits right. that guy and that right. guy sort of falls over. Right. Um, and nobody's like a kung fu expert at all, you yeah. know, which, which is sort of surprising now. Yeah. I feel like it, it you, you know everybody who fights in a movie has to be able right. to you know like at least run up a wall and do a backflip kick or something. Yeah. Uh and this movie didn't have that. Uh and and it's interesting because some of the, some of the characters who were bad guys sort of had honor, mm-hmm. which I feel like even good guys in in a lot of movies nowadays don't really have honor. They're that's just, true. you know they're going to kill the dirtbags and and f them and that's it. That's true. And and I feel like that's not the case in this movie that everybody even like the the bass of the bad Ed Harris um is like you you sort of understand his justification and even like the 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 crazy mercenaries they're like like you can understand it cuz they're like well look we you know we sort of figured cuz at this point we've done this we can't ever live in the United States again. Right. And we're not getting our millions of dollars we're mercenaries. We don't care about anybody except ourselves. And you're right. saying this has not happened because they called your bluff at Harris. Like, yeah, you can understand why they would be sort of freaking out. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. They're so not just like murder machines. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so my impressions of the movie, yeah, that's um, weird. I remember when I was younger thinking this movie was pretty awesome. Remembering it being pretty awesome. And to be honest, as far as Michael Bay movies go, mm-hmm. this was always the one that always, I was like, but well, Michael Bay did make the rock and that yeah, was pretty right? good. And you know what? That still holds up. I will say mm-hmm. this movie is pretty good. It it's fun. It's not something I'd be like, oh man, The Rock. Have you seen it? It is oh mind blowing. I, I think I feel like in like nineteen ninety eight that would have been me. Oh like, absolutely. That was how I oh I, I I probably was back then. Yeah, I was like, on the VHS Rock. Somewhere. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I mean, looking at it now, it's definitely dated, but in a, in a funny way. Um, it, but see, it, it's not like Mission Impossible good. To where Mission Impossible, like even though it's dated, it still holds up really, yeah, really yeah, well. This true. holds up for the most part, but this is a little more plays, a little more for comedy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't take this movie as seriously as I do something like Mission Impossible. Well, I, I feel, like Mission I Impossible like, is like the yardstick of early to mid '90s action movies mm-hmm. that I measure things by because that movie was just so good. Yeah, it, it's, it's still true. good. 
But I mean, this isn't bad by any means. No, but it's it's fun. It's fun. If you're it looking for a fun, fun like popcorn movie to watch with friends and giggle and make fun of and stuff, this is the one for you. I would yeah, say. Yeah, it's, this it's is a like good one. like even though there's it's, some silly parts yeah. and it's got Nick Cage and it's yeah. got Sean Connery mm-hmm. and and sort of the baggage that comes with having the two of them in a movie. Right. Uh, like you, you, there's never a dull moment. No, that's it true. It doesn't really get boring. Except for the the action movie lull. But you know, yeah. even yeah, that, even that, that, even that, the lull in this is way better than the lull in Bad Boys Two. We'll yeah. You oh gosh. So speaking, it's of, much tightly, much more tightly plotted than really true. anything else Michael Bay has done. So, what's your rating for this movie? Oh man, I've been thinking about this. I think I'm going to give it. Oh, I'm, I'm wavering. I think I'm going to give it maybe six glass balls of nerve gas okay okay yeah. out of 10 okay out i'm gonna 10. give it five sean connery built cabins of laziness out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> it's not even an element of the movie it's i was gonna give it five five laps around alcatraz run by sean connery out of yeah, 10. But, uh, but now that you told me about the cabins yeah. it's gonna be five ca- build me a cabin michael bay i refuse to leave this god from jerry bruckheimer <laughs> Build me a cabin. I see that wood, that that tree that you have lit with the, with the lightning bolt. Take that tree and build me a house. <laughs> You're referring to the logo yes, for Jerry yes, Bruckheimer's film company. I, am. Wow. If, yeah, I was okay. hoping that they would be smart enough to get it, but whatever. Yeah. Okay, so that is all we had to say about The Rock. Um, so we are reaching the end of another episode of Super Action Bros. Mm-hmm. So uh, we want to thank you for listening as always. Before we go, we want to give you a preview of what movie we'll be watching next time. So Ryan, what is our movie next time we'll be watching? I'm watching a movie that I've been sort of trying to watch and wanting to wanting to watch for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Watching The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. Oh, Okay, okay. Yeah. I've, I I have I have been you know I've I've had the same problem too. Like I'll start watching this movie, and I've heard from a lot of people like it's it's kind of like a weird quirky like eighties action movie. So I'm yeah. like okay. I'm excited to watch this. Yeah, I'm um, excited to finally like sit down and watch the whole thing yeah. all at once. So and I because yeah, I'll watch about like I've been I've watched about maybe 20, 30 minutes in this movie and then been like oh I got other things I have yeah. to go do. So and just I just kind of tune it out. So yeah, we'll it'll be exciting happens. to actually take the time and sit down and uh, and, and listen to it. I'm sorry, let's do it. Watch it. Um, <laughs> and then you can listen to us talk. Then about listen it. to us talk about it. So. All right, so well, that is going to wrap us up for Super Action Bros. This time, we want to thank you as always for listening, and uh, you can join us here next time for Buckaroo Bonsai across the Eighth Dimension. I'm Ryan, and I'm Ian. Remember, whether it's blockbuster or lackluster, we're, we're the, the Super, Super Action Bros. Bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.